the Bottled Soccer Talk podcast. And once again, it's two guys, two mics, two pints, those chelas, those weyes, and I don't know, whatever. Uh, Bottled Soccer Talk episode number 82. How's everybody doing? And more importantly, how are you doing, my guy? Chilling, man. Uh, enjoying the thick of things again. You know, a lot of great games. Um, you know, we had a little bit of a cold front here in L.A., but, you know, things are starting to heat up again. <laughs> and so are things in, in, you know, in our domestic leagues, in the, the Champions, which is back. So that's that's been a joy to watch. So I know you got to see your club this, this week. I did, too. <laughs> well, it was a... It, it, it was a club that wore the same uniform as mine i don't know if it was my club though right they might be imposters but yeah we'll, we'll get down know. to the nitty they got gritty. found out for sure um yeah. how do you want to do this you want to do the league reviews and then the champs i guess we can go in uh, chronological order right yeah yeah definitely um yeah man a, a lot's uh, uh it feels like a lot's happened and uh i guess we can start with the uh the club world cup right which is right. yeah Always had a weird little system, but um, you know Chelsea played against uh, Palmeiras from Brazil, and uh, the first time in their history they're they're the Club World Cup champions, which kind of started to raise a lot of um, issues—not issues, but like questions into the uh, validity of that tournament or of that I don't know trophy, right? Um, because a lot of Europeans, um, I guess English fans or Premier League fans, in in more specifically, are very kind of um, I, I don't know they're they're very dismissive of, dismissive of, of it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because it's it's it feels like it's a foregone conclusion that the Champions League champion uh, always wins it or is supposed to win it or is head and shoulders above the other teams. But I, I think it means a lot to the other teams too. So it should mean a lot to the. To the club that wins it, right? Plus, they get that cool badge. The badge is actually the best thing of it, uh, you know, of surrounding it. But the competition is is a complete farce. It's a joke. It it's, doesn't make sense. I, I still it's don't unserious. get it. Yeah, but the the grand scheme, the concept is is dope. You know, like the best team from each region. But that would be assuming that each region is even in the same playing field. And unfortunately, that's not what it is. You know, uh, South America South America comes closest, but it, there's still a a gap there and i think back then the gap was was less by well, the way well the last time that chelsea was able to play it they lost it yeah yeah and it was during a time where where i feel like south american sides like boca river uh you know uh, sao paulo there's just clubs that actually retained their their best stars and were able to compete financially so the the, the playing field was a little bit more level but these days it's just not the same and um but you know you can't knock a club for going out and winning it i felt like you know, certain people, certain pundits went really hard on, on Chelsea for celebrating it. Yeah. You're going to celebrate what do you, what do you it. Not, like, it's a tournament that you want to win. You know, it's a cup yeah. that's available to you because that same pundit or those same pundits are going to shit on them if they lose it. Right. Well, even even worse. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It, it, they're, they're damned if they do then they, they're damned if they don't. But the reality is, like, people are are gonna be hard on Chelsea because of their poor performance uh, so so far this season. And I don't understand the criticism. Um, and I guess I can say in specific, Craig Burley is like a, yeah, a he's the one voice, that, yeah. and he's a former Chelsea player. So yeah. right, I think he can talk. You know? Yeah, but he's saying all this while uh, while uh, City building, building up a sixteen point gap between them. It's like, well, what do you want him to do? Not show up and, and say, hey, Premier League, we, we're going to play this instead. You know, you don't really do that, right? You don't really have that that yeah. sort of freedom to do that. 
Right, right. Uh, so I don't, I don't know if that that criticism in itself is fair. I mean, they're going to try and make up that game, but they're going to make up that game later on. Mm-hmm. And it was against Arsenal, so it's not exactly a hundred percent winnable. But uh, I guess we'll see how that goes when it comes in. But um, I will say the game actually between Palmeiras and Chelsea, I didn't watch it, but it was much closer than it should have been as well. So. I think that in itself is very telling about Chelsea as a club currently. I, I don't think they've been that good this year. I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying anything that hasn't been revealed already. It's it's shown itself. They're inconsistent. Yeah, I don't think. Uh, yeah, I don't think that that Chelsea's really in that same level of Liverpool and City. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, that I, but I, that's always been a thing, Cup. though. You know, that's always been a thing. I think league. Uh, League is a different ballpark, man. Like I think Chelsea have always been built well for cup competitions. Uh, at least the, the way they approach the game, or again, in terms yeah, of game plan, right? But yeah, sure. Sustainability is just not there. They they've also been very unfortunate with injuries. Let's yeah. be honest. No, that, that's for that too. Yeah. You know, as soon as their their fullbacks go missing, you know, they took a, a nosedive. Right. So you know, it's kind of hard to to completely shit on them for it, but still, you know, you're 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 quite a ways away. I mean, they're pretty close to being in that battle of the three and four spot. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think uh, they're still a top side, but yeah, considering the injuries, you know, that's a big, that's a big uh, hit on them. Yeah, I, I still think the top managers, top teams, are able to adapt, but it just goes to show how one-dimensional their tactics were, heav- heavily relying on on f- their fullbacks. You know, um, Liverpool kind of does that as well. The moment Robertson or Trent go out, it does hamper them a lot. I think more so than when their front three goes but, out. But they're able to to generate attack still. But they lo- they lost a lot of games when they didn't have Trent, you know. And a lot of people made the same excuse. So I mean, but it's a, it's a valid excuse. I'm just saying that you know, um, other teams are are better equipped to deal with these kind of situations. <laughs> Not only for for depth, but also for uh, having the you know the ability to actually have different tactics and try different things. Start a, yeah, a center yeah, yeah. back at right back even and still manage to get great results. So well, I mean, a, no one's no one's gonna go against City, right? Uh, oh, like well. it's it's hard to it's hard to go straight into against City and play man for man anyway. Even if they have like a weak spot or, or someone in in a missing like injury wise. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But um, I mean, like that's you know the ingenuity from a manager. It's asking a lot, but that's what the top managers do, you know. They they find a way, and I think Klopp has even found managed to find ways when he's had injuries better well, than yeah, Tuchel. They're I think at this point right now, Liverpool is mostly injury free, right? Yeah, as far as I know, they, right, for yeah. the first time in a good while. So I, they've just been putting uh, performances together too. Yeah, we yeah. we thought they were going to take a nosedive when Salah and Mane were out for the Afcon, but they've kind of yeah held, held up. They, they kind of carried up. the load. Yeah. Um. Now I want to talk another like subplot within the Club World Cup, and then we'll move on from that. Uh, Pulisic becomes the first American to win it. Uh, how significant is that to you, uh, or, nah. or to to I guess Pulisic's legacy in general? I think the and this is kind of goes again like to say like the the Champions League is the climax of that whole journey. I think that was the that was the best. You know, that's the the peak of the iceberg. But after that, everything else is is just kind of like minor. He the, was able to get a significant playing time though. Yeah, I, and I think um, it's kind of it kind of sucks because it takes that for him to get playing time. I just can't wait for him to be gone from there. But it's another nice trophy for him. But it's for me, it's like a community shield. You know, it, that's what I see it as. But a more glorified community shield. Really? Yeah, yeah. Because it's not. 
it doesn't mean much. The you know? timing for it is really shitty too. Yeah, that too. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like you. It's like you said, a foregone conclusion. The Champions League, whoever wins that, that's what is the peak and what you should really be proud of. So, but it's cool. Yeah, cool little stat. You know, filling out these boxes for American players, and yeah, hopefully he's not the last one. I, I don't know if it. Yeah, it really means anything to him. Like. To, uh, in terms of his story or legacy or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And yeah. a lot of people are making a big deal about it. And I'm like, I don't know if it puts him above McKenney right now as being like the best American player right now, or even Aronson. Aronson. Yeah. I think, I mean, it's really hard. Play. It's, it sucks to say that he doesn't play. He doesn't play enough and he should, you know, and, but in comparison to McKenney and Brendan Aronson, he also does play at a much better club. And maybe saying much is a lot, but I think still think Chelsea is better than Juve. Even though they they've made a, a great improvement, you know Zakaria and all these other guys they've added, but Blahovic, um, you know it's it's an interesting conversation to have. You know, I I think like my top five, top four off the rip include all those guys you mentioned, and I you know I throw in Gio Reyna who's just managed to come back this week, um, and you know after that there's a there's a lot of room for for guys to kind of make a. I mean, Serginho Dest is a guy who I think can be in there. Mm-hmm. He just needs to find the right club, and and yeah. Yeah, but, um, yeah. Um, okay, yeah, and I, I, I honestly don't think it means much in terms of how we should view uh, Pulisic either. <laughs> no, yeah. no. You know, I, I still I judge him more for his performances in the Champions League, and I thought he was massive then. So that's what I will hold highly and praise him for, and sh- like show him off for. But Club World Cup, you know, you're playing against Palmeiras. That's a that's a team that you know Copa Libertadores teams play. I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but like you know, that's just not crazy. Yeah, for yeah, me. yeah. No, for sure. Um, so yeah, moving on from that, um, we can get into the uh, the league um, previews. Yes, sir. I guess, or I'm sorry, reviews, and uh, I guess we can go from there and uh, you know branch off and talk a little bit of shit. Um, did you watch any any of it? Um, not not a whole lot. I wasn't able to catch too many of the games uh, due to work, but you know I was able to kind of you know follow up. Uh, either by you know rewatching or mm, yeah. stuff like that, but yeah, uh, obviously the city game was one I was able to to catch. I did see that. Yeah, and, uh, I, I guess we can get into that one. I think I think we both predicted a, a pretty big blowout, like three, four, five, zero. Yeah, yeah, and that's exactly what happened. Uh, but they put up a better fight than Sporting, to be fair. <laughs> Score wise, uh, maybe, yeah. but I don't know, man. Uh, sporting actually played good for like a good. <laughs> five minutes <laughs> yeah yeah we'll get into that one a little bit later but this match was kind of the raheem show oh man yeah i mean uh um, oh he did wonders for my uh fantasy league yeah uh, sorry kevin he uh he got his first hat trick in a very long time I, I don't remember the last time he got one but um you know he's just kind of picking up form at the perfect time of the season and uh some of them were kind of easy goals, but that curler that he had was really nice. So I and have he to scored give him like that again in the champs. Yeah, like it was yeah. almost like identical. Yeah, you and know. Uh, I guess I guess it bears mentioning that he did have a a perfect uh, hat trick, hat trick, yeah. left foot, right foot header. Yeah, yeah. So he did miss a penalty though. Yeah, he, you know, and that's but that's fine. I think penalties are it's He's, a game of probability. Sometimes he, he you scored know? on the rebound. Uh, yeah. His percentage is pretty bad, though. Yeah, no, I, I thought I felt that Liam Delap should have taken it. He drew the penalty, but you know you have to give it to your veterans. So. Well, and the guy that's on a hat trick too. Yeah, yeah, that that as well. I was kind of surprised that he wasn't subbed on. The uh, the one thing though is that uh, Pep played a lot of a lot of uh, youngsters. Yeah, uh, and I think 
he has that uh that luxury at the moment due to the cushion that they've built but um i think also the guys are ready the players are are top you know and they've been you know what people don't realize is like they're barely seeing minutes now in the prem but they've been practicing with the team for over a year i think that's significant that's very significant because yeah. they have an idea of what's going to be expected and what to see well they're playing against the best players like Dude, they, they, yeah like when you're playing against the guys that are walking the league day in day out that's that's going to add something to your game that adds a, a, yeah. a dimension pep did have a really good quote about the lap he's like he's like i'm not gonna lie the, the guy's a killer the guy's a killer in the box and when you train against he and he started naming the center backs guys like laporte ruben diaz stones ake every day in training he's like you're either gonna become a good player or you're gonna fall to the ground with the broken nose and he's like he's experienced both so he's gonna become a better player so that that, that just kind of leads my mind to believe like will we ever go for a nine is that what we're going to be looking that, for? Yeah, that and, reminds me of the of the Thierry Henry. Sorry to cut you off. No, that, no, no. that Thierry Henry story. Um, him growing up in France, he would play with his uh, with his uh, brother's friends, and they were like older, older bigger, like quite yeah. a bit older. So he said, like, you know, we we would play like in like park like small spaces. So I, I was smaller, weaker, but I I had to get faster. I had to get sharper. So like playing playing in a higher against higher level and more physically dominant people and all that it just made me better yeah and yeah th- yeah that, that reminded me of that yeah man and and you know the only thing that's stopping him is is the injuries uh he ha- he's had he, i think he has like faulty ankles but Ugh. so did harry kane early in his career so that's a funny comparison people make but different type of player but i'm excited for what's to come to him for him and then james mcatee uh yeah, he got man, a little playing time he's so good uh he, i think he's one of the most exciting next to cole Palmer. palmer who he's kind of, i think cole palmer's injured at the moment and then keiki or kaiki um you know that guy's still relatively raw but very promising from what i've seen in the yeah UA i know I, I had forgotten i think i told you this i had forgotten that they that they uh i want to say I was about to say drafted, get my American yeah, yeah, yeah. out, but they signed this Brazilian cat, and they called him Kai Key. I'm like, who the fuck is Kai Key, dude? Yeah. Like, like I just in my mind, and then it was Kai Key. It's kind of cool, too, because if you play in the Prem, even if it's whatever minutes you do play, I forget if there's a minimum, but it's very little. You do get a Premier League medal, too, so that's going to mean a lot to the guys if they are able to, if City are able to lift the trophy. At the end of the season, then you know these guys get a little bit of the the cake as well because, well, they played. So they, they were part of it, sure. Yeah, um, but kind of tough to call them like Premier League winners or whatever. Right, right. Like, technically, they will be. Well, right? people people always like take the piss, but Phil Foden, his uh, trophy oh, cabinet four, right? is stupid, and and people like obviously they're taking the piss, but they're like, oh, he, you know, he's he's more at you know uh, decorated than you know Steven Gerrard, for example. I like you know like I I enjoy it. I laugh it up but you know it's not it's not a fair comparison until you're actually a part of the team day in day out. Well, like, I mean you know, he was a good part of it for the last one, right? And very much. The, so. I think the one before that too. Yeah, yeah, like, definitely. He wasn't necessarily getting a ton of minutes, but he was still like you you were aware of Phil Foden. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. It was a slow progression, but he got there, and it's nice. It's nice to see. That was always my dream because under Pellegrini, um, man, young players hardly got a shot. And I think it's because he was too scared to risk his job playing inexperienced players when that system wasn't set up from top to the bottom of, of a style they wanted to play, training, physios. Uh, Pellegrini didn't have that. You know, it's just a different... There's levels to it, and, and Pep is just doing a brilliant job. So, yeah, that's enough about City. Yeah, there, I, there's, a lot of, uh, there's a lot of managers, though, that don't like to... Um, 
rotate Ancelotti. Yeah. They don't play a lot of young players. Um, and I guess that's that's come down to the whole fickleness of uh, sacking managers way too early, right? Yeah. Like there, it's just it's just not an appropriate and a lot of play, uh, managers are like I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to risk the job. You need your managers to de- to be deeply embedded in that and and keeping an eye for players that may come up because the moment Pep saw Phil Foden training with the U15s, U16s, he was like, I want that guy to be part of my plans immediately. Bring him to our trainings. And then that's when he made his first dips into the pool. And then after that, it was... Yeah, so he skipped like a few a few uh, levels. Yeah, there. yeah. I mean, like he, he was playing with City, training there, with them at 16, There's got to be some 17. guys, though, that are like, obviously, okay. That's like, that guy. Out. Yeah. Because there is, there is a... Even though you're good and like, I'm sure a lot of under 21s, under 23s, under 19s, like, I'm sure they're really fucking good. Yeah. But, but there's just... I don't know, like a style that's that lends itself to the professional rank, to right. to that main team. And there's certain things pl- coaches need or are looking for, like a player that's really good on his left foot that can cut in and, and do yeah. things, you know. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's important, you know. That's and, very important. And I guess, like you said, they they can't they can afford it because of that gap. So, I, my next question is: Is there really, from your opinion, anyway, mm-hmm. is it really a title race? Um, I mean, it's. I think right now Liverpool are doing well to get all the points they can, but it'll depend on City really. But I, th- I still think at the moment it's still possible, right? Because when Pep talks, he says, "Well, there's, you know, they're only six points away." In reality, they're nine. But mm-hmm. he's like, he's he's kind of taking it for granted that they're going to win that game in hand that they have. Yeah, I think that's what you have to do. But that's that's Pep always does that. Like he doesn't. And you know we know we know that he's just saying what's politically correct, right? But you know it's like yeah, it seems like City are gonna win it, man. But you know it'd be it wouldn't be smart to say that yet. But I know that the funny thing is Klopp said no, no, they're they're on they're not catchable right now. It's it doesn't seem possible. <laughs> they're, they're both like sucking each other off. Yeah, and then Pep's like no, no. I tell you, I don't believe Jurgen. He's a great guy, <laughs> but uh, he knows that he wants this too, and so they're both gonna be looking like that. Yeah, yeah, but of it's course. undeniable. Yeah, Liverpool, City are the best teams in Europe. I mean, sorry, uh, England, up there in Europe. Well, maybe. I would say, yeah, I wouldn't mind it if if we put him at one and two. That's not crazy. In in yeah, in England for in sure. The world, no. in, in the world, I I in don't Europe. know. I still I still feel like ah uh, well, you know, you can make a good case though. To be fair, but uh, you know, the, yeah, it's not wild. The Bayerns, to say it. the Madrids, and the PSGs are. I don't know, man. I know. Uh, not if we say out of. Like if we do like the basketball like uh, in a seven game series, I would I would put Liverpool and City to be those those other teams. Yeah, probably probably. Or best out of three, let's say. And know. they also like they have like the best managers too, you know. Yeah, that's yeah, a big we part. Yeah, they, but like being the a best, best um, a great manager, but also having the the prolonged time to be there. Like Pep saying like, well, what makes you guys so good this year as opposed to other years? He always has the same answer, but. It's like six years. I've been here six years. Like you can't beat that, you know. There's a lot of con- there. Yeah, consistency is a huge thing, and uh, th- that's why I kind of get pissed off uh, a lot of the time when when clubs sack the managers when it's when you go through a drought. Yeah, a, a drought is it happens, right? Yeah, a lot less for for these managers like Pep and Klopp and Tuchel and shit like that. But uh, these clubs are tr- trigger happy. They're 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 waiting to to just fire the, this guy and then when when you do that you destabilize things and and you create the the complete opposite of 
consistency. Yeah, yeah. Um, you have to have an idea, man. You can't just like what, what Everton did, for example, just going straight for Frank Lampard. That's a guy that you know is going to be sacked soon. I'm sorry, maybe not this season, but I know early next season he's not going to last. Yeah, man. but you yeah. gotta go for managers that are going to last, built to last, know what they want, know what they need to to succeed. So I think that's that's the key right there. There, there and there has to be a plan. You can't just rely on a manager. You, they have to be in sync with the board of directors. They have to be in Everything. sync with the sporting director. Yeah. All that shit and. Uh, and obviously money it, it takes money it, we you know city and liverpool are i guess are on, on the extremes but liverpool spend a lot they spend a decent amount yeah, maybe city spend top, more top know. teams spend a lot yeah <laughs> anyway yeah. you cut it man yeah. uh, you know we and we make fun of that but it's kind of necessary sometimes you don't always have to look for the next year two three like you're looking down the line yeah. and spend spend the money correctly more importantly yeah, because yeah. chelsea blew the bag they did get the Champions League. But, they got you the know. Champions League. And, you know, it's a tournament. You, oh, you, you yeah. always say this, but, you know, I, even though it's... Uh, I value the, the Champions League more than you do. Uh, <laughs> it's almost like it was an accident, really. Uh, yeah. And I know that's I know that's kind of diminishing the, the, the achievement, but yeah, I mean, that's how I look at it. They happen to win it. It's not like they're going to do it year in, year out. And another, another thing that people are saying is like, yeah, like I was watching uh, Talk Sport this morning and Simon Jordan's like, well, yeah, you won the Champions League. But every time you guys have been in the Champions League, you didn't play attractive. Like you, you literally didn't play attractive. He's like, that's the difference between the Bayerns, the Cities, the Barces, the Madrids of the world. You remember watching them and you remember seeing a, a style and being like, damn, like even as a neutral, I can enjoy this. I can be honest and say I've, Chelsea's style has never been that entertaining to me. It gets results, though, but they even pointed to the old sides where they just got away. Despite getting outplayed, winning 1-0, it's like that's what it comes down to sometimes. That's why I think in the grand scheme, the league is the best dictator, but I, you can't hate on either, though. Those the two best trophies in, in the world, champions and your domestic league, you know. But more often than not, and, and I, I like that argument, but... More often than not, teams are playing. I mean, in your in your case, City, they they are sitting back. So we, we you're watching that game, including the league. Mm-hmm. How, how many games is it? Thirty eight, thirty nine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, fuck. Um, maybe only Liverpool. I guess you can throw in your Brightons and your I don't know. Maybe Arsenal at points. Um, it's it's very few teams that are going to try and take it to you. Well, right? yeah. So you're fair. getting that not only in the league, but you're also getting that in in the Champions League, and and it just so happens in in a tournament, a one off game can mean the whole difference. Can make the whole difference, right? Definitely, but definitely. So it's it's kind of like the, it's kind of the same thing. You know, those, those weaknesses or those. Um, those styles are, are going to present problems to you day in, day out. Yeah, totally. And and but I think it's just like for me, I'm always going to value the team the, that, well, I mean. The margin I, for error is a lot less for Champions League because the, the level of the teams is, is much higher than, than yeah. if you're going to be playing Burnley or Norwich. You know what I mean? Totally, totally. But like when you like outshoot an opponent, outpossess them and stuff, like and you lose, you feel it's kind of undeserving. Although that's not that's not sports and that's not the way it is, but. It feels that way, so I, I kind of get both sides and everything, but but yeah, I mean, uh, 
you know, just to go back to to the city game though, because we kind of d- did get into the, the oh, deeper yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, the the Liverpool thing. But yeah, good result for City. I think they're gonna continue on this path right now, and it's kind of hard to see them losing a game. Um, but you know, we'll talk more about that in the previews for next week. Yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, moving on, uh, Manchester United. Uh, they draw with the Southampton, and a lot was made that a uh, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. Was a uh, like faced his longest scoring drought since was it two thousand seven or nine or something? Yeah, yeah. So in uh, you know, damn, damn, that's fifteen years. Yeah. Holy shit! Six games, I think it was uh, in a row that he didn't score in all comps. That's kind of crazy, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the guy he's always managed to play at the best teams in the world. You know, I feel that your chances to score are always going to be higher. And it's no surprise that, you know, he comes to a team that isn't in, in their best moment and he's going to struggle at times, you know? Yeah, and the thing the thing that was bailing him out, well, uh, the whole thing that we've been talking about all season is that he's not running, he's not pressing, this and that, and you don't bring him expecting that, right? Mm-hmm. But if he's not scoring and not doing all that, oh, you know, what's the point of leaving him on the pitch, right? Yeah, you're just hoping, not, you're waiting on that half chance to come. And really, that's, that's what your hopes lie Because on. if he's not scoring... And if you take him out, he becomes unhappy, and who knows what kind of uh, what kind of influence that puts into the locker room. And that locker room, uh, I mean, all season's been pretty. Like, the morale there, I'm I'm imagining anyway, pretty slow. I know there's a lot of rumors out there. Even uh, there was a report that said that there's like a divide, and then Rashford tweeted, "You guys are just making shit up." Yeah, and then yeah. The guy, the guy that wrote that, doubled down, and he's like, "No, you're lying." Yeah. It's like, yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I forgot the reporter's name. I'd, I'd like to, uh, I'd like to add him, <laughs> but whatever. You know? Yeah, that's just damage control from Rashford. But I mean, it Maybe. doesn't take a, it doesn't take a detective to tell you that. I mean, you watch the team and the body language isn't there. You, and all and, that, you know. And uh, man, I I feel bad for I feel bad for uh, Rangnick. No, Harry Maguire, dude. Oh, he's getting the Harry. brunt of it. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I don't think it's without Oof. merit because he's. What's um? What's the opposite of the opposite of putting in a shift? Uh, you know, like like a half ass. I don't know. Just getting by. Like you just, know. I don't know, man. He's he's playing with no confidence, and uh, you know, then now there's questions of him even being the captain. It was kind of like I saw this video. You might have seen it too. It was like of Gareth Bell talking about what he felt like when he would get whistled at by the Madrid fans. Yeah, and yeah. he's like, "Well, yeah, you already feel like shit because you're playing bad. You know and, you're playing bad as a player, playing, and then you you get that kind of uh, abuse to an extent, and you you only feel worse. Some players maybe might react well to it, but I say the majority probably don't. It doesn't feel. I'm it, sure it doesn't feel good. Of course, well, one, it's it must be on some level anyway. It must be hard to play in front of thousands of people, right? Yeah, I've never done it. Uh, I don't know if you have. Maybe no, you have no, hundreds, maybe, but not like." Thousands and but I mean you know fans are fans but fans in football are also just crazy you know in in Madrid especially you know it's like it's a different field. There there's this expectation right and uh, yeah we can we can point to Gareth Bale for an example, um, but Harry Maguire day in day out not only are we looking at his price tag but we're looking at his performance and and ever since he's been on the team that they haven't done shit they've regressed maybe even a level or two. And it begs the question, like, do you like you sign a great player, but do you expect him to be the savior when, when there's no system in place for him to succeed? You know, 
and I don't know if like the the system has been good for him because let's say if like in an alternate universe United never get him and City get him and City never go for Diaz because they got Maguire now and Maguire is our starting center back you'd imagine that he'd do well with City but he's actually decent with with the ball at his feet he's not terrible He's not well known for it, but he's good enough, right? No, he's good. He's good with the ball at his feet. His problem is is passing out. His but, problem yeah. is is uh is I mean he, he's slow to react, uh, but but you know he, he's only been paired with Varane for what six months now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean it's hard to say that. I still think he's actually a good defender, but I way. think so too. I'm, I'm just, not going to shit on him and say system. he's a terrible defender. Yeah. Uh, the culture of the, of that team though for the last four or five years is. Is pretty abysmal. Yeah, totally. Uh, not only the whole thing with uh, Van Gaal, but Mourinho, and then they brought on uh, Ole. And who's to say that that another manager uh, that that wants to play? I don't know what kind of. Le- if they bring in someone like a Ten Hag, for example. Yeah. I mean, you see Ajax, right? Or yeah. Ajax. They're flying and they're they're passing the ball, moving it around. That's the complete opposite of what United are right now, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it would make sense to get them unless you signed a bunch of different players and let go of a bunch of others. You're gonna you're gonna need new players for sure. Also, to like say if Ten Hag were to come, like to expect uh, United to play like what Ajax are doing now immediately would be very hard. Well, one because of the way the team's set up in England. Yeah. Two because uh, well, it takes time, you know. Uh, Man, even City, the first season that Pep showed up, finished fourth, there, there was talks like, hey, man, this guy, he might not be our guy, you know? But it, it takes a really well, long even, time. No, even as recent as last, uh, even as recent as last season, yeah, you were saying that, man, maybe maybe Pep's not the guy anymore. They, they found out and he's just... Yeah, he's and just, I, I didn't think he can adapt, but he did. He did something different and that was the, well, a few things, but the Joao Cancelo fault, you know, the the, <laughs> it, it, the it, false three, yeah, false three. This has kind of been the name thrown around, but I, you know, I call it inverted wing back. That really did change things for them. But that's what you need. It's like some kind of ingenuity. But by the way, I was telling Kevin um, recently. I was like, man, wouldn't have been, wouldn't it have been great if Pep would have started Sane as a right winger more often, like to cut onto his left uh, and onto uh, his left, yeah. But instead, like I, th- and this is a theory of mine that I'd love to ask Pep one day, but. I think he had that notion, but he's like, it's too predictable at the front, you know, where the wings are. Let me just take that back to my wing back, my full back, and have him be the one to do that, just to throw off defenses and create a passing pattern to get to the final third. Uh, so instead of like your typical Robin type winger to cut onto his dominant foot, let me have my, my full back do it at an earlier part of the pitch. To open it up. To open it up. And that's what he did, man. And it's like, it blew me away. And we were just like, damn, like. That's crazy, right? But that's just trying to be unpredictable. And don't get me wrong. That kind of stuff will bite you in the ass sometimes. Sometimes, but, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I think that's what United are lacking. And well, to be fair, this result that they got against Southampton isn't the end-all, be-all. I mean, City just drew to them recently. Yeah. They've been playing well yeah. against big teams, Southampton, for some reason. Yeah, they, they, they show up. I will say Sancho's probably best game I've seen um, in a while. You know, he, 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 started he, to, he, he had the defenders on a string, yeah. He's starting to pick it up, yeah. Um there was like this a uh, uh, a clip of him uh, dribbling through two guys, yeah, and getting like a double nutmeg or something, and uh, like, oh, it, okay, so that's worth a goal, right? It's like, ah, no, man, I, I don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it, it leads to nothing, right? But those kind of things, like, not only are they cool to watch, 
Because yeah. let's not let's not take away from the magic of the game. Not every action needs to result in a goal, right? Or not every action is going to result in a goal. That'd be ridiculous. It's just it's not basketball. Some, that, exactly. uh, but you know, it's kind of look cool to see. It. Like that's the magic of of fucking football. Yeah. Um, and it's not going to show up in the stats. It's not going to show up on the score sheet. But god damn it, man, I love to watch that kind of shit. No, same here, same here. And yeah, he's he's kind of turned it up in the last few games. He's in the last few weeks. He's been a lot more uh, decisive for for United. They kind of needed it since. Uh, uh, he who must not be named uh, isn't available anymore. Oh, right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And maybe <sighs> a backup keeper soon, but we'll have more <laughs> more, more confirmation no, on that no, later. Well, he denied it. He denied it. Uh, so we'll have to respect his word. But yeah, um, and uh, before we move on from that game, uh, that cat, uh, Broja, huh? Yeah, yeah. Broja cat, as I like to call him. Uh, oh, nice. What a player. Uh you know, best Albanian to ever do it in the league. We'll see if he can keep it up. Or, you know, because Mitrovic reminds me of the hype. Like, the hype that they have for Broja reminds me of what they had for Mitrovic, and then he cooled down. But I'm sure, I think he'll keep it up. So it'll be interesting to see what they can do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he's a he's a Chelsea product. I don't know if you. Um, right, right. I mean, Chelsea that. right now, uh, you know, they have the best low knees in, in the Prem, you know, Connor Gallagher. Him, you know, Broja. And, I mean, they sold Tino Livermento. That would have been a guy that sh- they should have kept, especially considering everything now. But, um, but yeah, uh, the Chelsea Academy just doing bits again. Yeah, yeah, of course. And um, uh, so moving on from that, uh, Brentford uh, hosts Crystal Palace for a nil-nil. Uh, donuts. Yeah, not much to say. I guess both teams are happy with the clean sheet. And uh, yeah, split. Didn't uh, didn't uh, Zaha miss a penalty, or was that a, a different game? That was yeah, that was the prior game. I forgot who they ah, played. Yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah, because he still scored, but he missed a pen. You know, he should have done better. But yeah, yeah, fair play. When uh, moving on from that, uh, Everton versus Leeds, man. Uh, Everton gets their first win under uh, Lampard's uh, tenure. Yeah, and uh, they they did it in style, three to zero, man. Yep. Seamus Coleman, man, it's a, uh, it's a that's, yeah, that's a goal. that's one of the uh, veterans in the league, and you know, continuing to put a a shift. You know, a fun fact about him is like he never really played football much growing up. He played more Gaelic. If you're familiar with the sport, it's like no, they, they, they they uh they they you can dribble the ball. It's Welsh. And, and yes, the it's basically uh I want to say it might be Scottish or Irish. I'm forgetting now, but it's like a sport where you can use your hand and your feet. And you can advance the ball that way. It's it's like soccer, but you can use your hands. Sounds like rugby. It's very similar to that. Yeah, it's it's called Gaelic football, and actually, it's very entertaining. But that's what he, he was known for, and and you know the the Scots was. You said well, Seamus Coleman. Yes, yeah, Seamus uh, Seamus Coleman. But um, I think it's Seamus. Oh, is it Seamus? I it think so. Be, yeah. Yeah, 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 like uh, Sean. Yeah, I don't yeah. know, dude. Uh, yeah, yeah, but anyway, continue, yeah, he sorry. is. Yeah, he's a Gaelic guy, and and apparently, people say that Gaelic footballers. It was what they call them are better than actual footballers, and they're like, if they wanted to, they can play football and they'd boss it. I'm like, I don't know, man. But uh, it's it's pretty interesting. But uh, yeah, good goal for him. Uh, obviously, you know, Keen and Gordon getting on the board as well. Leads continue to plummet, but I, you know, I just feel like they'll continue trusting the process with, uh, with uh, you know, Marcelo Bielsa, and uh, yeah, you know. Kind I mean, they'll stay in the league, right? Um, I want to say, yeah. 
I think just barely they stay in, yeah. Dude, this thing is like the equivalent of football, like American football, yeah. rugby, and football football. Dude, it's pretty badass because they actually hit some bangers sometimes. Like, they do these, like, sick half volleys and shit, but... Damn, that dude crushed him. I feel like I'd be I'd be pretty good at that, by the way. Because I love dribbling in, into open space with my hand like that. I wonder what the actual rules are. Rules yeah, are. it's very complex, but it's the only sport that's Damn, not... crossed them over. It's not officially <laughs> recognized. Um, so by they're, they're working on getting it recognized so it could become a mainstay sport <laughs> around the world. So that'd be pretty cool. Oh, dude, he blocked him. Yeah, this is wild. What it's a pretty, pretty dope sport. Yeah, and and so like this guy Coleman is one of the the few guys in the prem that actually used to play that instead of football. So pretty pretty fun fact there. Man, those dudes like in Scotland, Wales, man, they're they're a different breed, man. Yeah, yeah, it's a man's sport. <laughs> yeah, get some hair on your like these guys are drinking like the darkest beer and yeah, uh, shagging the finest goats. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. yeah. Nope. Well, sheep, okay, we, actually. We, we but, will, oh, yeah. oh, oh no, whoa, whoa. Uh, Anyway, <laughs> yeah, three 0 uh, for Everton, and we get the debut of uh, Donny Van Der Beek. A lot of memes about his facial expressions after that. <laughs> yeah. Moving on, uh, Brighton puts the work on Watford, who are so bad. Yeah, two nil. They might get for it. they might get relegated. Yeah, they're they're definitely in danger, and they're they're conceding so much. They're they're conceding. I'm in danger. God damn, they're not even. I don't know if Ranieri getting getting rid of him was the best choice. Yeah, I don't even know if getting rid of the first manager was the best choice. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like one of those things in the middle of this of the season. Why why does you know Ranieri get fired after you know x amount of time, and they're gonna let whoever's there. The end of the season kind of doesn't make sense. Yeah. But maybe that's like just the makeup of the team as well. They're playing worse now, too. That's the sad part. Yeah. But anyway, moving on from that, uh, we talked about City beating uh, Norwich. Um, Yeah, hat trick from from, uh, Raza. And uh, oh, Phil Foden got on the board, too. We didn't talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's standard. What a player. What a player. Yeah, and then the Chelsea Arsenal match was postponed because Chelsea was busy uh, getting some silverware, uh, which I don't have a problem with. Yeah, I don't have a problem with that. I'm sorry, but they're 16 points behind Man City. They've had their backsides handed to them, <laughs> and they're celebrating like and then uh, fucking Greg Craig like Burley. The, the actual I, I loved Cup. it though. I, I'm not gonna lie, I loved it. I had a good laugh. I like the cynicism. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. I like, uh, yeah. And it was funny because Dan Thomas was like loving it too when he called it a plastic trophy. Dude, he's still talking about it. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's hilarious, man. Like uh, Dan Thomas is a lot like me. Like he likes to wind people. He, oh, up. he loves to stoke a fire. Yeah, I'm. I'm that's like me, if anything. But. Yeah, uh, well, Chelsea. Well, they'll have the, their their work cut out for them when they play Arsenal. I hope that Arsenal win, but we'll talk about that in our previews. But um, yeah, moving uh, on though. I mean, Liverpool picking up a massive result against Burnley, one nil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, clean sheet. You know, gotta love that. Fabinho, really one of the unsung heroes for them. I feel often he doesn't get mentioned, but I think when he doesn't really play or, or um, when he's playing in a position, when he's playing out of position. They're they're very disbalanced and you know he does he does a lot for them yeah uh, so uh, and that's a former Madrid player so maybe he learned it from somewhere yeah couldn't <laughs> stick around we know why but anyway yeah uh, Newcastle fuck man they they keep it up man keep it up 
Kyrian Trippier, what a free kick. Ah, um, oh, but he's injured now. Yeah, broken broke metatarsal. Yeah, broke his so he's out foot. probably for the season, if I'm honest. But um, we'll see. We'll see how, how quick he can recover. Um, but good result against Villa. You know, that's that's a team that's kind of on a similar level in terms of on, on paper. Not on the table, but on paper. Uh, but, yeah, we'll see, man. I mean, because now Newcastle are new and improved, so... They're much better and, yeah, and much they're, they're, more up to the task. And they're officially out of the relegation zone. Or out of the... Yeah. And they're trending up, They're, they're you know? four points clear with the game in hand above uh, 24th place. Shit. So shit, man. The great escape for them. And here the I thought they were going to... Uh, here I thought they were going to get relegated, but uh, shit. That money talks, bro. Yeah. Uh, moving on. Damn. This one was kind of crazy uh, for me. Uh, Wolves beat uh, Tottenham 2-0. Mm-hmm. Tottenham just, like, Conte is just grabbing his head and he's he's doing that, you know, the cover yeah. your eyes with one hand. What am I doing here, man? What did I sign up what for? What the fuck, man? Why didn't I just wait for United? Yeah. For that mess. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, 2-0. Uh, Wolves are such a tidy team. Uh, Jimenez, by the way, with a nice little goal. Uh, I didn't manage to see it, but I did hear about it. Yeah, a nice little uh, volley in the box, uh, just off a of ricochet from the keeper, and uh, uh, you know, you know, for all the credit that Loris gets, he's. Uh, I think he's he's past his best. Yeah, surely. Uh, probably been for a while now. Tottenham need to look at a you know a little more modern style of a keeper at Maybe this point. A Zach Steffen. Uh, uh, I don't nah, know about that. Nah, <laughs> I don't know nah. about that. Um. I think they have uh, is it Ariola? I think they have coming up behind them. Uh, or no, no, I no, think uh, no, he's no, at that, he's that, at West Ham. That's, yeah, um, um, they have somebody who's solid, uh, but I forget now. Um, maybe he, they should definitely give him a go soon. Uh, but yeah, tough result for Spurs. I'm sure you know whoever bet on Wolves got a good little pay payout for that. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean Bruno Log, man, like I he's love doing that. a good job. Give those guys the job. Stop giving Roy Hodgson, you know, his fucking 16th job in the country, you know. Stop giving the Steve Bruce's of the world a job. Let's bring more guys in like this because it's good for the league, you know. It's good for the league. It, and, it does, uh, and their it. style of football, um, yeah, it's it's kind of conservative, but... That's what they have to th- do. But there's a, there is a difference uh, between what uh, Bruno Lage is doing versus what, uh, what um, uh, Nuno did and what... Uh, the other dude, I forget his name. Uh, who, who was it? Also Portuguese. I just don't remember his name. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, and they do have some significant uh, injury with the uh, with um, Pedro oh, Neto. Pedro Neto, and they just let go of uh, Traore. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I, I like I like Wolves. No, they, they've they've improved, especially after last season. They they did kind of you know finish kind of low. Uh, but yeah, they're looking better now, and kind of like that first season when Nuno took over, had a spring in their step, and uh, we'll see how long they can ride it out, you know. Yeah. Um, um, next match though, much more competitive, two two, West Ham Leicester. Oh man, I gotta say that. Uh, I gotta say that uh, that uh, West Ham were were lucky to get. <laughs> To get the points, man. Yeah, yeah. The you know, point, I should in say. In the dying minutes, you know. In the Craig, dying minutes, they, they were uh, outplayed. But Leicester, man, they, they just don't have a bite, man. A lot of their players are underperforming. Yeah. And uh, they, I don't know. They, they're in bad form right now. And I don't even know if they play that terribly. 
I think they're they're so close. They're a bit unlucky, you know. They they are unlucky, but they're also not playing that great. I don't know. I, I I'm like lukewarm about them because they do have some good players. Madison, good enough. Madison's good. Uh, Harvey Barnes, dude, I, he's my favorite player on that team. Right, right. Everything was anything that was uh, um, dangerous was going through him. He he had a he had the whole right side on lock for uh, against a, a West Ham, but. Fuck man, uh, yeah, West Ham were were lucky and uh, and Moises uh, he's late to to make adjustments on that. He was he was lucky to put on Ben Rama, who changed the game in the last ten minutes. But fuck man, they uh, yeah they were they were lucky and that goal that they scored it it, it was like a borderline. I I call it a shoulder. It was like I don't know if you have big deltoids, I guess yeah. like long ones, but it could have easily been a handball and it's kind of a fifty fifty. I wasn't mad at it, but. But uh, yeah, Lester yeah, good gave awareness up. just to kind of make a play on it. Yeah, uh, Lester just gave up the cheeks at the very end. Um, yeah. But fuck, both man. teams split a point. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And also that helped my fantasy because uh, Jared Bowen is fucking balling out. He's on a good streak right now. I was telling Kevin that like Mikel Antonio's cooled off, but this guy's picked up. You know, a lot, dude. I think he's seven goal, seven games scoring straight or something like that. Yeah, crazy form. Shout out to Ronaldo. Ronaldo. Yeah, maybe those trips to Jamaica have opened his mind up to something different. You know? <laughs> but uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, the last game of the match week was a makeup game. Was uh, United uh, hosting Brighton, right. and they finally get a win. More than they finally get a win, and mm-hmm. they finally scored more than one goal. Uh, mm-hmm. a, a nice goal from Ronaldo, and at the very end, a nice goal from uh, uh, Bruno. Yeah. And, Oh, yeah, yeah, no. good, good result. No, I was yeah. seeing this guy right now. I'm like, yeah. wow, he really hit that. Yeah, no, good result for them and much needed, man, because, you know, I think that does wonders for the morale. Much needed, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, that, that's it for the match week. So the things as they stand, um, again, uh, Liverpool and, and City are really the only ones that are standing out. Obviously, Liverpool has a game in hand and uh, – Liverpool seven points clear of um, of Chelsea, uh, but you know that that fourth place is just it, it's hot potato. One day yeah. it's United, Manchester United. The next day it's uh, West Ham. Arsenal has uh, three games in hand, right? And they're only six points behind. Uh, wait, yeah, no, fuck, they're four points behind, so they can easily get into fourth or even third. Yeah, if Chelsea aren't careful. The season's just been altered so much by games, you know, being postponed. <sighs> yeah, so that shit's like, so annoying. It's like you don't really know the true table until everybody's caught up, and, and I think once that's determined, we'll have a clear picture. And we don't even know when it's going to be actually caught up because yeah, they announced know, it like the two domestic, weeks before. Yeah, the domestic uh, tournament cups. So yeah. Anyway, uh, you want to get into the uh, the previews for this weekend? Yeah. All right, anyway, uh, getting back into the uh, preview preview for this coming uh, match week. Uh, okay, what is that? Anyway, uh, West Ham hosting Newcastle. Ooh. Now, these teams uh, should be a good match. It's, it's a damn shame that Trippier's not there, mm-hmm. and that's going to be the difference to me. I'll take a... Yeah. I'll take West Ham 1-0 ever so slightly. Yeah, West Ham should win that. A goal by, I don't know. 
could be anybody. L- could l- it? Let's give it to uh, Suchek. He yeah. hasn't been playing all that great lately. Yeah, he's due just for a one. Pick me up. Yeah, <laughs> picker me upper. Yeah, or Fornals. Hell. Yeah, yeah. The 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 has, friend. Has your opinion changed on Fornals a bit? Can you give him a little bit more respect? No, I like him. I, I like him. He's a, he's a good technical player, but uh, I feel like his skill set is kind of wasted there. If I'm honest. Yeah, maybe. Good work rate. Again, good technique, but uh, yeah, that team is geared for for uh, transitions. Mm. You know, counter attacking. And even though he's got good passing, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe something that builds up a little bit more would suit his style. Uh huh. Anyway. Uh, moving on, uh, Arsenal hosts Brentford. Uh, damn, that's a good match. Uh, but uh, I think Arsenal get the revenge. Yeah, yeah, they have to. You yeah, know, from marked this from, one down. from getting uh, embarrassed in the uh, early part of the season. Yeah, they uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but Martinelli is uh, he's suspended, right? Yeah, because he picked up that double yellow like an idiot. Yeah. And then uh, Arsenal hosts uh, Aston. I'm sorry, Aston Villa hosts Watford. That's uh, that has to be Villa, right? Yeah, Villa two 0 I'll say three 0 Could be, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I just think Watford are out, man. They're the the final nail was getting rid of Claudio, and they're gonna realize that. But yeah, definitely. Uh, and Villa's Villa. kind of on the up and up, and yeah. some players are are playing really well right now. Coutinho, uh, uh, Ramsey. Uh, uh, that that's where it stops for me right now. I, I can't think of other players. Yeah, and those are the pints. Uh, anyway, uh, moving on. Uh, Brighton versus Burnley. I'll give uh, it a Brighton myself. I'll take Brighton. They're at home, and Burnley just. I don't. Know, they suck. They're they're dead last. I know they have a bunch of games in hand right now. Uh, yeah, they they have. Damn, they have four games in hand as it stands. Brighton. No Burnley. Oh Burnley. Oh, okay. But. They have the least amount of goals scored. Oh, no. Oh, second least. And they have um, nothing going for them other than a Veghorst. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like that signing, by the way. But, yeah, I think Brighton are just better. Yeah, they, they play better, too. Let's not forget that. Mm-hmm. Next match, though, we have uh, Crystal Palace against Chelsea. Uh, local local game. Chelsea should win, I think. No issues there. Little Derby. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Chelsea 2-0. 2-0? Yeah. They're not exactly scoring more than 4-3 these days. I'm putting a... Am I, am I mistaken in putting Lukaku uh, starting on my on my fantasy team? Am I mistaken there? I feel like it's... You have to, man. I mean, one thing about, about uh, fantasy is, like, if he's going to play 90 minutes, you're just going to start him, I think. It's just a shame that he's underperforming. It's like me. It's like I shouldn't start Kane off of his production, but it's Kane, and he's going to play 90. You just have to do yeah, it. Yeah, you just got to figure that he's going to do something, right? <laughs> you're really uh, like, you're damned if you do, damned hoping. if you don't. Because the moment you bench him, he's going to probably get a brace. Yeah, he's going to get a hat trick and, and yeah, an assist yeah. or something, yeah. Uh, yeah, um, is, uh, is Werner playing now? I have no clue, man. I really want I don't think I've seen those two play in the same match. Yeah, alongside each other. To be fair, they do look very similar. Uh, yeah, yeah, that uh, that they do. Yeah, Havers has been really the guy picking up the the load there on behalf of the German association. Yeah, I, guess, I guess I don't know. I, that team is just so weird, man. 
I have to recognize that they're good and they're going to compete every time. Yeah. I don't. Not too many teams are going to blow them out, or, or you're going to say that they're better. But you, I wouldn't be surprised if they lost this either. Yeah. You know. But damn it, they try. But damn it, they do. Yeah. Um, following match, so Liverpool, Norwich. You know, Liverpool. I I definitely expect them to win this. Yeah, they got their full team. Everyone's playing yeah. great. Luis Diaz, man, what a pickup he's turned out to be. Great he hasn't pickup. scored yet. But great. he's he but he's he's assisted. You have to recognize that he's playing really fucking good. Yeah, he just does everything right. And he he looks like he's happy to be there. I I said it months ago, man, like that's a guy I wanted, but I, I don't think there's any room for him at City, but he fits in perfectly to the style that Liverpool played. Like I mentioned a few pods ago, I was like, they go for that winger slash forward build. He can create, he can finish. Just Energetic, a gem of a player. Yeah, young. You know, you know, he's got a good work work rate mentality. You can, yeah, and you can Strong. depend on him for, you know, a nice amount of years. You know, it's like, it, that's a player for today, tomorrow, and the foreseeable future. Uh, but, yeah, uh, I, I think uh, they yeah. should win. You know, they should beat Norwich 2-0, 3-0. Uh, I, I would, yeah, I wouldn't uh, be surprised that I had the same scoreline as last week, 3-4-5-0. Uh, well, that's giving a, a bit too much credit. Ah, just kidding. And yeah, uh, it could be. Van Dyke is back to form. Barely. Yeah. Uh, so, man, you really hate Liverpool. Uh, no, I love the I love the city. I love the people, but the club. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're just our rivals, you know. Yeah, it's the fans. It, it, like <laughs> you see all the chatter, like the way people get, and you, it turns uh, you off. I, I, I feel the same way about uh, Barca. About, uh, well, Barca fans are special, but City fans, man, they yeah. they drive me up the wall. Yeah, yeah. But but you know. <laughs> They're smug for a reason, right? Yeah. Like when you're when you're on your way to winning your what is it fifth and sixth yeah. seasons? Uh, yeah. I think I think, think if can, if if, uh, if the team was or the club was respected a little bit more, I think that wouldn't exist as much. But the the type of vitriol that city fans, uh, I wouldn't say endure because it's not that bad, but it's just like it's the same shit. We'll never get the fair shake on anything we do, you know. On no matter we can play the best game. And, and play some of the most beautiful football we'll just always be reminded of certain things and 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 like liverpool don't really have to experience that as much but um i'm sure 20 years from now it'll be different but right now it's still very raw for for clubs to get used to the kind of dominance yeah it, yeah the, you just gotta look at the football itself man it, mm-hmm. like like i know I, it's hard to separate that because you know like in the back of your mind you know you know that what what transpired to get here right but right. when you watch the football for what it is it's hard to deny it right yeah i i look at it like art you know i mean you know it's, it's just like the things that they've done and actually i should say this about liverpool as well the things that they've done and i can say it because i've said it before i should on them a lot but i can ad- i can admire their 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 uh success especially like salah and, and Mane and firmino and all these guys and klopp you know, you just got to tip your hat. But, you know, at the end of the day, rivalries exist, you know. So yeah, exactly. You'll always kind uh, of. Yeah, you're not going to hear me, get, uh, you know, praising uh, America just just because, you know. Yeah. I fucking hate America. I fucking hate LAFC, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. I hate the Celtics. I'm never going to give them credit. So, yeah, I get it. I get yeah, it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, foregone blowout. conclusion. Blowout. Liverpool. Uh, Southampton versus Everton. Yeah. I'm going to be wild here and say 1-1. Oh, no, I think that's that's fair. That's fair. I think, I, I don't know this, but I feel like Southampton probably have the most straws in the league, if I had to say. But I am not sure. 
It just feels like it. Uh, but, uh, hey, we can check that really quick right now. I know, yeah. Ooh, they're up there. Yeah. Damn, they're tied for... For first? Well, there's three teams that have the same amount. So I'll read this off to you. The team with the most draws is uh, is Brighton, mm. 12. Southampton, Crystal Palace, and believe it or not, Burnley all have 11. Yeah. So um, Sounds about right. Yeah. They score a decent amount, but they just allow so many goals. Mm-hmm. They're at a negative seven uh, differential. I think um, they're, they're, they, they could use a good keeper, you know. Not a big fan of, I think, Foster, is it, or Forster, I forget. I think he's not that good, but... But yeah, we'll see. Should be a draw. I agree with that. Okay, and then um, you know to round out the last match of Saturday, uh, February uh, nineteen, uh, City versus Tottenham. Are you getting your revenge? <laughs> um, I think I think we are, but I just think right now the City are just too good for them. You know, uh, but you know, here's the thing: if if uh, if Tottenham score first, they're gonna make it very difficult. So I think City have to just really be aggressive in the beginning, go after it, and after that everything will fall into place. Uh, but you know, it's you know, and I don't. Cities they tend to score early often, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But I don't know if uh, if City know any other way to play than their own thing. Cause yeah, they're, they're always going to move the ball. They're always going to progress really well. They're always going to uh, uh, retain possession like crazy. They're always going to get it back really quick. Um, but I don't know if they play with that kind of urgency at first. If anything, I think other teams kind of they, they they grow into the game in the first fifteen twenty. They're like Mayweather. They you know that first round or two, they're just feeling it out, and they they do that all the time, right? Because mm-hmm. how many times have we said so and so played them great for the first you know five ten minutes fifteen minutes? It's rare um, for against City. Yeah, yeah. I, I know. I find that's pretty common. That, that a team Ar- plays Arsenal City play good? them really great at first. Uh, even Sporting for the first like six minutes <laughs> play them good. Uh, I feel like uh, City just play their game and, and eventually get their goal. Or once they get their goals, the other team has to open up, and that's how they score a lot. Yeah. But a lot of teams do sit back against them. It's it's yeah, just yeah. hard to play that style. Yeah. I would yeah. love to see them play against Ajax. Oh man, that'd be great. I think uh, there's this one game between City and Liverpool that ended five three. And that game was one of the best games ever. In fact, we lost, and I and I can say that mm-hmm. it was such a great game. Because, it's just a shootout, and it and that what it comes down to is who's more clinical, and I think that's what should define it. But I mean, Tottenham, I really don't know what to expect. They didn't. They didn't have. Con- did they have Conte at the beginning of the season? No, no, they had a. They had Nuno. Exactly. That was so, the first game. Yeah. So like, and that's a very. I think Conte is a little bit more uh, intricate than him. So I, I don't know what to expect. But just going off of what we know, City yeah, there's are more nuance to to Conte's uh, system than. Uh, yeah. Nuno. I think Nuno's still relatively uh, green. Yeah, uh, but I'll take City for the win, two 0 Man. I mean, this is this is a I, team that I, just I, lost to Wolves. I, yeah, yeah, but Wolves aren't bad. No, and there's no shame in that. Yeah. I don't think, uh, um, fuck, man. Uh, you know, my brain obviously says City, right? Yeah. But for the but sake of the title race. And the way they play, uh, the way they, they're able to rotate players and their depth, fuck. But Tottenham, you know, they have their back against the wall. They've lost three on the trot in the league. 
maybe maybe they'll turn up for this game. Oh, yeah, fuck. there's certain players that for, from that team that always turn up oh, against man. City too. Like I could name a few right now, like Son, Lucas Mora. They always just fucking they they're up for it. So I mean, they're it's not out of the win. question. They're gonna want to win this one, yeah. but you, you can say that uh, you know against everybody. But uh, I don't know, City three one. I have to be logical Sheesh. in that one. Yeah, I do, man. Yeah, yeah. No, no doubt. Smart choice. I mean, if you had to bet money on it, I think most people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they they have to be the favorite by a good margin right now. Uh, anyway, moving on to kind of a rivalry: uh, Leeds versus Manchester United. Mm-hmm. That's a good game. That is a good game. Um, I'll take United. I'll take United uh, 2-1. Fair that enough. defense is shit, and Dan James is going to want... It, Dan James is going to score. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt <laughs> it. <laughs> Former United player. And then uh, Wolves versus Leicester. That's a very good Wolves game. Wolves versus Foxes. Yeah, I'll, I'll take Wolves, man, because Leicester are not to be trusted at the moment. They're not trusted, yeah, yeah. Um... 1-0 for me. Fair enough. And uh, there's a midweek um, a matchup as well. Uh, Watford versus Crystal Palace. Oh, nice. Similar level, I guess. Yeah, that one, uh, I'll give it to Palace. Yeah. I think Vieira has done a great job with them. Yeah, yeah. I think they just edged them out. Yeah, so, same. Yeah. And then Liverpool leads. Fuck. That's a good one. That's uh, a blowout. I'll take Liverpool, yeah. 3-0. 3-0. It could be anything, really. Okay, so that's it for the uh, for the Premier League. Um, I just kind of want to go by the uh, the the Spanish uh, league scores real quick, or yeah, yeah. the more notable ones. Um, Sevilla beat uh, Elche two 0 mm-hmm. to get closer to that. Uh, you know, to to making that that league run. Sorry, I kind of burped under my breath here. But the most notable for me, well, obviously, you know, I have a uh, you know. A horse in that race, and that's a Villarreal holding Real Madrid to a nil-nil draw. God, like, these games are so frustrating. Yeah, Villarreal is a good side. You know, mm-hmm. they're they're a round of sixteen team, but fuck, man, it sucks be, being the better team and not scoring. I, I I feel your pain, but Benzema wasn't playing, and uh, uh, Fedelon Mendy wasn't playing, and uh, I think those two generate so much attack for them. That when uh, Mendy and you have Bar- the corpse of Marcelo, I hate to say that. Yeah, uh, it breaks my heart. It breaks my heart to see that because just five years ago, Marcelo was so dominant, right? Right. And just the way he is right now, it's a. Uh, but it's expected, you know. It's like a fullback, man. Like their their careers can be great, but like you know, after a certain point. I mean, Marcelo. We're talking about a guy that, dude. Like you see his first two years in the league. It was so long ago, man. So the fact that he's still here is impressive. I, I think it's just time to let him go. Yeah. Come to Inter Miami or something. There, well, there's a lot of talk of him uh, just retiring after the season. Just. Mm. I think he still day. has football in him. I just don't think it's at that level anymore. Oh, man. Yeah, those legs are gone. Uh, I, I don't know. Like, I don't want him to be, like, just playing just because, you know, just off of his name. Right. Which he's doing right now. Like, the only reason why he's on Real Madrid is because of the legend that he kind of grew into. And he, yeah, and that he is. He is a legend, you know? Yeah. It's just when he's playing, he's a liability. You know? He's not dribbling like he used to when he was in his prime. His defense was always kind of suspect, but now because his legs are gone, it's it's an outright. You're playing basically with 10 men when you don't have the ball. And he's also not playing with as, I don't feel like he's playing with as good of a team as he used to. 
You can yeah, get yeah, away the with team it. has regressed. I'm, yeah, you, we, we can't deny that. Everyone's gotten older, and then there's positions that, that just haven't been filled in. And, you know, when you're starting Asensio, and I told you this before uh, a couple days ago, like, Asensio is not at Real Madrid level anymore. Yeah. He, he was destined for, well, he has that $5 million, $500 million buyout clause. That, that's not a fuck you price anymore. If someone comes along with 35 or 40 for, for Asensio, which I feel is probably too high for him, really? Real Madrid would be crazy to take to, to not take that. Yeah. Yeah, dude. He's not he's nowhere near 50 right now. I don't think anyway. He's yeah. a good finisher and he, he's he's good with his left foot making long passes and stuff, but he's not gonna dribble around you. He's not gonna run into space with any kind of confidence. It's just that injury really fucked him. Oh, they came back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, fucking, uh, you know, I think he's good. I think he's still good. It's just, but, you know, the injury really hurt him. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it did. It affected his game so much. I could still see him going to like a team like Sociedad or, uh, you know, they're about yeah, to and just that's a notch a below. That's a notch or two below. Yeah, yeah. 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 So that, I mean, he's not a terrible player. Still going to get probably get Spain call ups. Although, I mean, shit, that, that's Spain. That's I would. Spain. That, yeah, there's a lot of great guys, young uh, prospects there yeah, now. Yeah, I don't know. He, he would have Gavi to, like, really, like if he made more. it, I wouldn't be mad. But I understand if he doesn't get called up right now anyway. Right. Well, yeah, that and also the anti-Madrid tax. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, and then Atletico, wow, they salvaged one. Whoa. They were, well, uh, Luis Suarez missed the penalty yeah. early on. Yeah. And then um, they they got one back, one up. Hetafe got two penalties. They scored another one, and somehow Atletico win four to three. Yeah. So that was a good match. It, it was two to two, three two, and then four three. A uh, beautiful goal at the end by Hermoso. And uh, fuck man, what a match! But you know, kind of shows you Atletico's frailties today. Uh huh. And they lost today against Levante, of all teams. Worst team in the league. Betis continues their march with Delen Quimiero, yeah. one of your favorite managers. The charming man. Uh, Betis beats uh, Levante 4-2, which was a good match on its own, too. There was also going to be a, a Mexican connection goal between Lainez and Guardado. Guardado, sadly, has zero stars on his right foot. So, uh, uh. yeah, he sent that over. And then uh, Barcelona draw with Spain with Espanol. Um, and uh, my mind translated that, yeah, <laughs> uh, Espanol, which is a local rivalry, the Catalonian Derby. Um, yeah, uh, and ah, man, I thought Espanol had it in the 96th minute. I'm gonna try already. There's two players that laid off of him, yeah. Well, crossed he, it. he's a yeah, he's a intimidating bloke. Crossed it, finds a, a Luke de Jong's head, saves it in the last second. They yeah. had 97 minutes stoppage time. Luke, How they got that, I don't know. Luke de Jong this season is responsible for five of Barcelona's points. At the very least. Yeah, no, no. They confirmed it was oh, five really? points. Yeah, in terms of like getting goals like this at the dying moment. Wow. So credit to him. Um, man, yeah. You know, I, I'm kind of surprised because I didn't think he was that good. And Sevilla probably looking back now like, damn, we should have kept him. Although they're not doing too bad themselves. Yeah, yeah. Um, so... Um, I mean, the Madrid is still up four points at the top, and there's a pretty big uh, drop off there. So, uh, Betis is seven points behind, and then Barcelona is uh, four points behind uh, third place. So you know, uh, Madrid still got some breathing room, but fuck, man, uh, it, it's the worst time right now to play like shit, which they have been in the last three, four weeks. 
Yeah. Um, and speaking of which, we're going to switch to uh, Champions League, if that's cool. Yeah, yeah, of course. Anything else, man? No, no, that pretty much wraps that up. Um, yeah, Champions League uh, resumed this, this month, thankfully. Uh, it's It's been a good while, like two months now, three yeah. months. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, well, let's talk about City beating the shit out of Sporting Lisbon. Uh, yeah, man. That was that was just kind of rough to watch as a sporting fan. You know, I'm not I'm not a fan of the whole concept or the idea that teams take it easy after a while. Yeah, but, City did. But I sure. got to I got to say that City did, man. Oh, you think they did? Uh, yeah, I think they probably could have scored like another two or three if they wanted to. If yeah. they really wanted to. Yeah, I mean, I think they they just this is rare from City, but they were clinical, you know. They were um, clinical in the sense of early. any ch- any chance that early. they yeah early, clinical early but like, also like you the, like to say just they they start off on on yeah a good note and that's not common from them I I even tweeted this I said this is the best start I've ever seen to a Champions League game from City and they went for the throat but even the half chance is like Bernardo Silva has no business hitting that volley the way he did yeah, that clinically yeah, yeah. but it's just those those are the margins and um, uh, Pep made a good point as well like the first goal. Um, Almost offside. It wasn't offside, but it, they had to review it for like a cool like thirty seconds, which usually doesn't take yeah, that long. Yeah, yeah. And he was saying like, you know, it's those small margins that define a game. Say City don't score that, and Sporting, you know, early in the first half they had their few little uh, very you know, early, <laughs> uh, you know, their drives into the into our area. They didn't do anything. Yeah, but was say they see you watch well. it. You were very worried. You were yeah, like, the oh first, shit, man. Yeah, like, the fuck first it. minutes. Yeah. You're like, and, damn, these guys are legit. <laughs> yeah, and I actually, before the match, I, I actually approached it with a lot of uh, caution because, I, I, you know, Sporting is the league leaders of, of Liga Nos, but, yeah, clinical from City, from every angle. You know, Mares played great, Silva, Foden. Um, yeah, I mean, just class all around. Yeah, um, City are the the heavy favorites to win it this season. I, yeah, I think more so than last up, year. Huh? No, I mean at this point, man. Like, I'm always gonna hope that they can win it all, just to just to get it out, you know, to get it out the way. But get that chant, that chant out of there. Yeah, I think this this um, this year is theirs. I think it's hard to say that there's any other team that that will give them trouble. Um, and if there is one, I feel like it's got to be Liverpool or PSG. Yeah, PSG. The, I mean, okay, yeah. Let, let's let's talk about that. Uh. <laughs> Uh, PSG were unfortunate to not have won three or four nil, and I say nil because uh, Madrid generated zero shots on target. Yeah, uh, Benzema had no business playing. Man, he was he's injured. He's got a hamstring injury. I don't know. I mean, I know he wants to play right, yeah. and and maybe Ancelotti trusted him too much, but he never really got into a sprint. He had to drop super deep, and Madrid's a uh, midfield. Could not really cope with that press of uh, of PSG's uh, like like they were swarming, yeah. And uh, I I don't know if those games are for Modric or Cruz and or Cruz. Put in Valverde. That's something. Put in that Casa, I Casa uh, Camavinga. Those guys got the legs. They got the physicality. Put them in. You know, maybe they're not as technical. They're not going to generate uh, like a magic a moment of magic like Cruz or Modric can. But but given the physicality of the other teams that play against it. If you think about the games that that uh, Madrid have lost in the Champions League, the games that they've been outplayed, PSG now, um, who was it else? Uh, Chelsea, 
And uh, who, else, who else am I thinking about? Uh, there, there's another team I, I've forgotten the recent past. I mean, like... They, they've been yeah. outgunned. Yeah, yeah. They, as far as physicality goes. I, I always point out point this out to... I think I was talking about it with Ernie the other day, but the time that City played them, I think, uh, for me, it kind of showed that to me that uh, if you press them, um, it's going to make life difficult for them. And this was still early on, but today... What I would have done, and I know it's hindsight is twenty twenty, but I think you like you said you start the young midfielders, try to get some attack going, and you know you're able to to fight every ball and to and to also defend well because Verati is so good at using his body and and also just like knowing where to turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Modric and and Kroos can't chase him down. You start these guys, and as soon as like maybe both sides are tired, which PSG did look like they got tired at one point, and then you bring in Modric and yeah. Cruz in the second half. And yeah, and then that's when the game changes. But then PSG is also able to bring on fucking Neymar. Oh, well, he changed the game, I think, completely, yeah, by yeah, the way. Yeah. He he's was... a game changer. And he's going to be fully healthy, so you expect he's going to play the 90 minutes. Yeah. Barring, uh, barring any, the anything second match, crazy. So. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I know that Madrid can play. But we're going to be without Mendy and Casemiro in the next matches. Yeah. And uh, it was interesting. I saw Mbappe talking to Benzema before the match. And he asked him, like, hey, man, how you doing? Hey, man, like, aren't you injured? And then, like, Benzema's like, yeah, a little bit, a little bit. And I was like, oh, shit, bro. You, you probably shouldn't be playing, you know? You shouldn't. And you, you're becoming a liability. But, you know, so much is created from him that Ancelotti trusted him. Yeah. But he was clearly holding back, man. And you, and you can't really do that in these matches, especially... With the intensity that PSG came with, I felt like that was a pretty good, uh, you know, it was a pretty good setup from Pochettino. I've been pretty doubtful about his uh, his acumen lately, but yeah, I mean, and to be fair, I like you said, it could have been three 0 I think one 0 is a good result. Um, for, no, Courtois had such a game. Uh, and Courtois was, and, yeah, he was and let's not forget, he blocked that penalty. He blocked uh, the penalty, the Messi, yeah. uh, the Messi penalty. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, Madrid. Madrid did not look like Madrid. They they had a, you know, the white uniform, but that was not the team that I'm used to seeing this season. And maybe that's fatigue, and uh, late reactions by Ancelotti to to uh, change the game. Totally, totally. Um, I also want to say, you know, a lot of people uh, made the case that you know Messi had a stinker. I, I don't necessarily agree with that. He played a deeper role, which I thought that was a great switch that Pochettino made. I'm not sure if Messi's able to make those runs anymore, the ones that he used to make. So yeah, you yeah. want him as a ball controller, really. And yeah. and, and to and to uh, you know control tempo uh, in the third quarter, in yeah, the fourth, yeah. third and fourth quarters. Um, I th- I felt like he played good. I, I felt like he was one of the more threatening players. Mbappe and Verratti were obviously the the men of the match. Yeah. And Mbappe, what a, we'll get into him in, in a second. But Messi, every time he got on the ball, he, he was Madrid was panicking. Yeah, he he was very threatening in, in a like maybe not necessarily in a goal, goal scoring sense, but as far as running the midfield and and uh, linking to attack, I, I felt like he was really fucking good. He got a three from that keep, which to me is bonkers. Maybe yeah. because only of the missed penalty, but fuck, dude. That had, yeah, it had to be it. Yeah, that that was that was only it, man. Because I felt like he played great. Totally, yeah, man. I, I agree, and like I said, it's a you know you don't want to lose, but it's actually not a terrible result in the grand scheme. But there's gonna have to be some changes from Ancelotti, and a lot of people are saying he's playing for his job in the second uh, 
leg. You, you know, and uh, you, you you brought up something that that reminded me. Uh, this uh, this year, uh, there's no more a goal rule. Yeah. So the goal has more weight um, this season. So if you know if you're on the road and you win one uh, zero, and then you you uh, uh, play at home and then the other team, I, I I don't even know how to explain it, but the away goal has more more weight. Uh, but now that doesn't exist. Now that doesn't exist, and a lot of people were saying, "Oh, Madrid were playing because of the, you know, the away goal doesn't matter anymore." But they were playing away. Yeah, they, yeah. They were they were they weren't playing for the zero zero because even if they were playing for the zero zero, anything that PSG does next game is is going to be against them. So I don't I don't understand that logic. Um, I I don't know if it's that big of a deal the away goal. No, I don't think it's I don't think it's necessarily a negative. I think it just affects the way that a club is going to go into the match. Though um, the the game was played in Paris. I think if it, if the away goal rule still does hold, maybe Madrid are more aggressive in trying to get to the final third and score, whereas maybe they were more content with sitting back. And it almost worked. It almost fucking worked had it not been for that stoppage time goal. The 96-minute goal. Yeah, so it's like, uh, it's tough. I mean, I, I'm a fan of it and I'm not, you know, because now, like you said, it's not even if... if uh, you know, PSG score were to score in this match away, it's not going to make a difference. But I mean, a goal is a goal, so in a, in that sense, it's it's kind of cool. But I kind of do miss the away goal rule for that reason. Um, I guess it leads to more surprising results. I think yeah, it just also means that like clubs will really go after it in the first leg. Uh, I watch this; these second legs are gonna are gonna be wild. I feel it's gonna be a lot of goals, a lot of entertaining uh, plays. And we'll see. I, I always felt like it also, either, either uh, whether you have the away goal or not, the team that plays home second has the advantage. Because if things are tied after full time uh, in, in mm-hmm. the second match, you get 30 extra minutes with, at home. Right. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but you know at how the same I feel time, about home field advantage, too. I, I yeah, don't yeah. Know. But say, like, the away team scores in the second leg, it's like, Man, they got it made now because they got that away goal, meaning you have to score two now. Yeah, you know I mean, as a yeah. home team, yeah. so it's like it's weird, but I don't know. Well, I have, I'll have to get used to it. To be fair, you know, I kind of did like that unique aspect from soccer or football in, in itself. There's no other sport does that, but yeah, yeah. we'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, uh, you know, they're trying to do a playoff in the Bundesliga too. There was like chatter about that. Yeah, well, you know, because they're doing an All Star game in League One, so it wouldn't surprise me. How do they? How do you vote on that? <laughs> like, is it a crowd thing? Because every PSG Fan player is, uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, that's when Mbappe's the LeBron of. Anyway. Oh. Uh. <laughs> um, speaking of Mbappe, though, man, what a player! Yeah, yeah. God damn! From minute one to minute ninety six, obviously. <laughs> Shit, man. Can't can't say enough about that guy. I know. I know you're not really. No, no, I totally <laughs> agree, man. <laughs> I totally agree. I can't deny. It. I mean, he's so good, and 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 this is no disrespect at all because I still think he's a top player as well. And this is the only reason why I had a problem when when I felt like Vinicius was being thrown into that category. I think he can get there, but you know when a player is that terrorizing from minute one to ninety six, is like he's ready for the big stage. But you've also seen the track record of where he scored. He scored at every major arena he's played at. You know, Anfield. You know, you name it. And the amount of goals he has this early in his career, 
is the closest we've seen to Ronaldo and Messi, you know? Yeah, yeah. In this era. So it's like, yeah, it's undeniable, man. Um, the only guy that rivals him, in my opinion, is Holland. Different player, different system, different team. But yeah, yeah. in terms of the numbers and how astronomical they can get, I mean, yeah, it's just crazy. Lucky like, to watch they're, they're both silly players, man. And uh, shit. Uh, you know, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if he stays at, at PSG. But if he comes to Madrid, wow, I'll, I'll, I'll be elated. He, I like, think I know, any team. Yeah. I know, like a lot of people are looking at it as a foregone conclusion, but I'll still be happy as soon as I get that news. I'm like, fuck, yeah. Because there's always that that's that little doubt, you know. Yeah, yeah. And so you see him in that shirt, you know. Part of me, I think, if I'm if I'm a Madrid fan, I would I would hope that Madrid would be able to eliminate them, so he would feel like, damn, I I need to join them, you know. Well. How are you gonna be joining a gang that beat that beat you, you up? up and yeah. Oh damn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, and I get that 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 aspect that too. McCall. But um, you know, at some point as a player, are you gonna feel comfortable where you're like you're comfortable in the league? You're this and that, and you're going to a project that's not fully built yet at Madrid. Sure, they can win, and they're probably gonna win the league, Madrid. But I'm saying like, ready made. You know, it might be intimidating for him to go to to Madrid, but. I think it will happen though. I think it's just written already that way. And if say if he weren't to go there, I think Haaland will come to Madrid. I don't think both will go. I so think it's either one. or. I think so. I think so. If I'm honest. So how do you feel about that narrative that a lot of players uh, leave their team so they can be the guy? I don't. I, I yeah. think that's such a stupid ass narrative. Like players are that insecure or sensitive i don't think it's true i I think well in terms of payday i think it makes sense you know because only one guy is going to be the big the biggest earner yeah yeah but do you think like players are like fuck i want to join that team but i only go if i'm going to be the highest paid player (sighs) there there's that level that level i think of thinking i'm sure there's some players that think that way i'm sure there's some players that are like i have the agents also know that they speak into their ears I, i have to be the number one guy and it's hard to break into that automatically uh, for especially a team like Madrid where there's a certain hierarchy you have you have Modric who's won a Ballon d'Or you have Benzema who's been there forever uh scored a ton of goals uh cross world cup champion like all these guys you know how do you like how do you establish that or how do you even go to that team with that mentality i don't i don't know if that is actually real yeah, I don't believe in that shit where they're like, no, he he's leaving the team because he feels like he's not like the guy. Like when Neymar left Barcelona. That's, that's exactly what I was thinking yeah. about. Like, I didn't believe that. It's just like, no, like, PSG is going to pay him much more than what he's going to make there. It makes sense, you know. It's a logistics thing. I think, if anything, players love playing with other players that are great. It's only going to make you better. It's only going to make you look good. And it'll take off the pressure when things go bad because they won't only point just to you. So that's why, like, when Messi joined PSG, I was like, it makes sense. Especially when you can see that the players have a good relationship. Yeah, that you know? yeah, plays a big role, you know, too. It's not as if, like, Neymar and Messi, you never saw them, like, smiling or celebrating. Oh, they were together. good friends from what it looked like, yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly, you know. Uh, and you throw in Suarez in there. But there and was, like, a, a lot of that kind of chatter with, uh, with like, Ronaldo and Bale, where you're like, oh, he, he didn't hug him or something like that. Yeah. Like, with that, and Ronaldo's, let's be honest, that kind of guy, too. You know, he, he's kind of uh, petulant. But, uh... I don't know. I, I don't know if too many players actually operate on that kind of mentality. No, yeah, I don't. I don't think. I don't believe in that. Um, but yeah, we'll see. I mean, that's that's basically going to be the talking point for the rest of the season, regardless of what happens uh, here yeah. and now. It's like yeah, it's the writing on the wall. My only thing is though, if he were to stay with PSG, I think he would announce it now. 
I mean, even or even he would earlier. Have signed already. Yeah, I yeah. Think so so yeah. I think yeah, it's, you know, it's you've got to understand. You got to you got to realize that they're probably going to throw all the money in the world at they're him. Gonna, they're going to they're going to make the last do whatever like, yeah, they can the last to, to keep him. And if he really wanted to stay, he would have signed it. That's mm-hmm. the only thing that you know us as Madrid fans can say. Okay, yeah, that's that's really what's happening. But yeah, I, I mean, you're rich either way. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know how much richer you want to get. And how much of a difference that's really going to be? If it's going to be like a thirty or forty million dollar difference between the five or six years that you sign, uh, is that really that much entice? That much more enticing? Maybe for that level, not so much. But for players that maybe know that you know their careers are limited, maybe it is. You know, I don't know. It's weird. It's like for me, it's hard to fathom because those numbers are astronomical, right? In the, yeah, in, the, yeah, yeah. in the world that we live in, yeah, of it's course, crazy. But um, yeah, uh, you know. It wasn't the most great, like the best game. Oh, I it say. was. It was a terrible fucking match. Yeah. Madrid couldn't put two passes together. Yeah, that's a big. That you was have a big cross thing. And Modric, and you can't put two fucking passes together. That that was shambolic. Yeah. I will say that um, Militao, who's growing into a great leader, uh, I'm kind of happy that he's uh, stepped up and and maybe taking on a future Pepe or, or Ramos role. Yeah. Uh, Courtois was good, and um, that's about it, man. Carvajal got cooked. You know, Mbappe he did, ate him up. But I feel like he he did a, he had a worthy performance, though. I mean, I know he was getting blown by at times, getting mixed, but he held them down. You know, as as well as he, he did. Yeah, I mean, I mean if it, it, Mbappe didn't score on his watch. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but to be yeah. fair, that but largely, he did draw a penalty. Largely he did due draw to, a penalty to Courtois. And Carvajal. Yeah, yeah. Largely due to Courtois, to be fair, you know. Also, so it's not too much merit, but Lucas uh, Vasquez, you know, he had no business covering him. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's, yeah. Just, it's not. The it's physicality not the is just way too much. Yeah. At least uh, Carvajal has, like, a, a strong little body. Yeah. But, um, um, yeah, yeah, we'll yeah, we'll move on to today's games. Uh, uh, so we had uh, Salzburg, uh, Salzburg versus Bayern Munich. Wow, man. Uh, Salzburg uh, held the lead for a good while. Yeah, yeah. Up until the end, actually. Of course they would. I had a nice little parlay going, but, you know, <laughs> Bayern gonna Bayern, and Bayern just come off this weekend losing to VFL Bochum, so it's not uh, it's not entirely out of the question. Uh, it's Bochum. Or Bochum, yeah. Whoever, I mean. They had some great goals, by the way. They're gonna. By the way, they had two bangers of goals, man. If Bayern continue on this, this path, by the way, they're gonna get, I mean, Nagelsmann's gonna get sacked. I don't think so. You, I mean, Bayern are, are quick to, to sack their managers in, in time of times of underperformance. I mean, and this it is would have saying, to be it, it would have to be a complete capitulation. Uh, that's Ernie's word, by the way, of uh, yeah. the last part of the season, plus not winning the the league because they already I, got eliminated from the uh, from the Polka. Yeah, and I think as as a Bayern. You know, at Bayern as a whole, they expect to win at least two trophies every year. Yeah, yeah, they do. But right now, defensively, they're they're at their weakest that I've seen them in a really long time. Yeah, Shule's leaving. He's already signed for Dortmund next season. He's yeah, he's not good. Uh, Upamecano hasn't really turned out to be the guy that they that they uh, stole off of uh, uh, Leipzig. Yeah, and uh, you know, there, there's questions now. You know. Alfonso Davies hasn't been healthy this season. That, that's a big miss. Their best defender is Del Hernandez. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, fine, fair, but other than that, they, they've been very weak at the back. So. Yeah, I mean, but even considering all that, like, 
I, I, I only was saying that to say this, that if he does get sacked, who, whoever is the first to pick him up is getting a great manager. That's all I'm Which saying. Which is why they shouldn't sack him. Well, they, they shouldn't, but, you know, that's... I'm telling you, man, they don't, they have a very short patience. Dress as well, too. Dress as well. They, they uh, sacked Pep, you know, after he couldn't get to the Champions League final. Or oh, they, they sacked him, or was it, like, a mutual thing? Well, I mean, it was mutual, but they didn't... Like, they were upset with him. I mean, even with the comments made by the press and uh, Hans Rummenigge or whatever his name is. All these guys, you know, they piled on him. Um, Nagelsmann might get a little bit more leeway because he is German, but... I wouldn't be surprised. I'm just throwing that out there. Um, it's not, you know, a, a affirmative or anything, but I wouldn't I, I be surprised. I want to say that this this is the... I mean, Munich is still really good. Like, Bayern Munich is still a really good club. Let's, we can still say that they're one of the top clubs, but I, I want to say that this is the weakest they've been in a good while. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's been a while since they've been this poor. Um, obviously, their climax was like two seasons ago, I think, when they won everything. Yeah. And then the season after, they were still good, fell a little bit. And then now they're, especially with Lewandowski getting older, Muller getting older, they don't have a ready-made replacement for either of those guys. So no. Sané's been good, uh, Nabry's been good, but I'm saying like those are not, they're not going to take They're not you. as consistent as, as uh, the guys you just mentioned. Right. And even going back to before that, like Ribéry and Robin, you know, it's just those guys were different. Yeah. And that's yeah, what yeah. they lack. So that, and, that, and that's what I mean. They're... Haaland to Bayern? Uh, would you be surprised? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised. I'd be one sickened, bit. but yeah. Uh, you you would be like a Ray Charles just shaking in your bed, huh? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Haaland, Haaland is a big mystery, so we'll see what happens. With yeah, him he's and... holding his cards close to his chest, but uh, it doesn't seem like he's staying at Dortmund. But he's he's such an enigma that I wouldn't be surprised either. <laughs> That'd be crazy. Yeah, <laughs> I I kind of like that. You remember earlier I told you um, I would love for a player coming into his primer, a super touted player, would, you know, just brush off all these like Liverpool, Real Madrid, Barcelona, Munich, Juventus, and go to a team like fucking Sick ass. like uh, West Ham or, you know, Aston Villa or, uh, you know what I mean? Betis. Yeah, yeah. I would love for, for something like that to happen sometime. Yeah. Well, then, you, then you sacrifice... The chance to win silverware sometimes. Yeah. So it really depends what, what you like as a player. What you but you could do the, the Maradona and do something great with Napoli. It's always who possible. Who has never done shit in their history. Yeah. Anyway. It's always possible uh, for sure. Yeah, moving on from the Bayern Munich 1-1 uh, uh, <laughs> draw. Uh, Liverpool beats Inter Milan 1-0. Uh, or 2-0, I'm two sorry. Nil, yeah. uh, goals by uh, Salah and... Um, and Firmino. Firmino. So the usual suspects. And uh, I, I got to say that uh, Inter is a really good team, man. <laughs> I think I think they're they're not on Liverpool's level, but I think nah, they're... Nowhere near. They're... they're hi, really? Oh, I, nowhere I mean, near? No, no. Well, I mean, Liverpool are, are just... They're just, like, almost at every position better. Yeah, I, yeah. Man for man, yeah. And it's, so that, that for man me... Man for man, they're better. But yeah. I think, uh, I like, think Inter Milan... Yeah, I, they're in the top sixteen for a reason. And like, I like the same way that City are, are just a league above Sporting. I feel like Liverpool are are maybe there isn't that much of a big gap like Liverpool. I mean, like City Sporting, but there's still a substantial gap. But it it wasn't. It didn't look like it in the first half. I will say I was. I didn't watch the match because I didn't care for it. But like I was looking at the stats and everybody's saying like 
they don't look good. Then they subbed on Nabi Keita, and that's when everything changes. And they found a way, but that's what good managers do. They know when to make the adjustment, and Klopp isn't, he's not no, no slouch. I thought it was yeah, funny yeah. for people that were like kind of hyping Liverpool up, though, because they're like, oh, you know, Liverpool won at the San Siro twice this season. They beat AC Milan and Inter. It's like, yeah, like people are referring to these teams like like they're the, 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 the AC Milan and Inter from two decades ago. <laughs> like those are beatable teams, my, my boy. Like these are teams that dabble in the Europa League. You know, these are fringe teams. Um, but I, I think no, I, I, you got to give them more credit. We, uh, yeah, uh, I want to give them more credit because uh, uh, you're making it sound like the Italian league is this farmer's league. And I, I'm not going to have that. No, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to have it. I, I, they're like <sighs> agricultural specialists. How about that? <laughs> they're, um, they're cattle farmers. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, they're still good, bro. Uh, but. Oh, man. I don't know. I think um, I think Inter Milan, who uh, did they make it? Uh, to Did they make it into the second, into this round of sixteen? No, right? Inter or AC? No, uh, no, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, uh, AC Milan just yeah, missed Milan, out. Milan, yeah. Currently leading the league against barely against uh, Inter. I think Inter have a game in hand though. So, but I'm saying like you know these these teams. Um, I think Juve is gonna make a come up next season, but I think they're just they're off it right now. I I don't I don't I don't know the top three leagues. Well, Spain and England, maybe Germany, right? But you know, Italian. The Italian league is great think, for competitiveness, but the level of the know, best man. club is not that good. I, yeah, look the at be- the average. The age. best club, the best two clubs, uh, and I think they're the best two clubs by by a decent margin right now. Anyway, um, and you're right. Uh, Inter Milan has a game in hand, and they're only one point down. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're. Obviously not at the level of maybe Madrid or Bayern Munich or uh, Liverpool and, and City, but they they deserve their spot at the table. Oh, for sure, for sure. But like you know, I think that Liverpool beating them is no surprise. I think. Oh yeah, no, no, no. And and I think no, no. like you there know, is a there is a gap there, there is in, a gap in, in terms there's, of level. There's a gap, but I guess that's your point. Yeah, yeah, and uh, well, but but Inter is good, and they made Liverpool work for it. They did that. They did, and that's what I was impressed with. Um, but I think, yeah, that, you know, at the end of the day, the class shows and yeah, they're yeah, able yeah. To pull S- same thing with the Lisbon and uh, and City. Yeah, yeah. Which, that, by the uh, way, Inter is a much better team than 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 Sporting. See, and then that's when I say like much. I'm not sure, but they are definitely better. There's a there's a at least one one level of a difference. Maybe, maybe it depends. Like if the levels are divided into 280 levels and it's just a smidgen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. nah, but I mean. Uh, Obviously, uh, I actually don't like Inter because I'm an AC Milan supporter. But, uh, yeah, I just don't fancy them that much. Even though they are the reigning champs as it stands. Yeah. Of Serie A. Yeah, but, um, and they have a yeah. serious uh, opportunity to repeat. But Juventus is creeping up there, man, with uh, Weston McKinney. Oh, man. I don't know if you saw that little nice little dribble he had against I Atalanta. I did. I think uh, the more and more I watch him, the more and more I'm impressed with his... Uh, you know, a little bit of the technicality he's growing. he has. Yeah, I mean, he's growing. he wasn't I, doing that I, at Schalke. And you were saying that, uh, who was rumored for him? Leeds, was it? Uh, yeah, Leeds. Nah, that's a step down. Yeah, he's got... That's a, a huge step down. You you have to put him in, in one of those. Maybe even for Brendan Aronson, that's a step down, but two, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I think you, you have to look at the bigger picture with those guys. And maybe you're not starting for Chelsea, but you know, let, let, let's see what he can do at a Tottenham or a... Damn, he would be good for Tottenham. 
Now that I think about it. That's who he's been rumored to. And also even I've seen Arsenal thrown out there. So yeah, they, they could use a player like that. Dude, he's so good. I mean, he's I'm good. telling you. like. Um, he's legitimately good because uh, well, not for United States. He's legitimately fucking good. I think. Uh, well, obviously the the technicalities there, but his engine, man, like he doesn't shirk a challenge. He'd be so great in the prem. Yeah, and he's used to cold weather. He played in Germany. He knows all that. Like, ah, man, I can't wait to see I, what if he stays coming. at Juve. That's not even a bad thing. Yeah, no, of course <laughs> not. And I think that's a top level team. In the beginning, a lot of Juve fans and even the board were skeptical with him, and they were having issues with his disciplinary issues. You know, well, dude, he puts ranch on his pizza. He does a lot of shit. Yeah, so it's like, <laughs> you know, I no, think he's now like, he's earned he, that respect. Yeah, like now you look at him in, in a different light. Like, okay, let's. He's getting a lot more playing time than Pulisic, and uh, yeah, let, let's give him his uh, his credit as the best uh, U.S. men's player right now. Surely, uh, Michael Bradley was better though for Roma, right? Yeah, maybe the only higher level I can see from a U.S. player in Italy is uh, Onyewu, mm-hmm. who's one of the best defenders in his time. Alexi Lalas, ah, just kidding. But, uh, both. Nah, um, he's got to be. Yeah, he's got to be the best ever. Yeah. Oh. Oh no no for for an American in in, in Syria in Italy yeah oh yeah okay yeah yeah okay I, I'm no, I mean Michael Bradley was good man Michael Bradley was good on Yebu I think won with uh, Milan too so yeah. uh, man I wish he never had to catch a fade with, with Ibra yeah um, but anyway let's get on to the preview of the uh, upcoming uh, Champions League schedule and then we can wrap it up like a hot dog yes, um, sir. Villarreal versus Juventus. Who we were just talking about. I think Juve. Juve wins 1-0. Yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> I actually picked a draw for that one just because it's a, an away game. But I think Juve are the better team, though. So I, it wouldn't surprise me. And especially with Vlahovic, Zakaria back in the team. Yeah, yeah. And Vlahovic started, you know, just. Yeah. He, he hit the ground running. Uh, Chelsea versus Lille. Man. I, I got to take affair. Chelsea uh, at home 1-0. Yeah, definitely. I'll take that. Yeah. Oh, I meant 2 0. My bad. Oh, one, I'll take a 1 0. Oh, yeah. They, they do have Barack Yomaz, but. Okay. Ah. And then following that, damn, this is a good one. Benfica versus Ajax. I know, yeah. I had a draw for that one. I want to see Ajax move on and. Play City. And play City, man. I want to see that. Do it for Croy. I want to see it. Do it for Croy. <laughs> I want to. I want to fucking see that. So Ajax, uh, give it to me nine nil. Nah, just kidding. Uh, They're scoring a lot. They're scoring a whole lot. Benfica are no slumps sh- though, man. Ah, but they're not doing that great though. They are Darwin. They? No, right now they're like third in the Darwin league. Darwin Nunes. Darwin Nunes. You know, just just yeah, a nice. Yeah, they're ten t- points behind first place in their respective league. Yeah, but you know, so were Chelsea when they won the final. <laughs> You never know. You yeah. never know. Fine, fine, fine. Ah, okay, nice. and then uh, I, I want to say the match of the whole first game of the first round. And this is going to help us define who's the least worst team right now. <laughs> Atletico Madrid versus Manchester United. I, and I like this game. Man, it's so unpredictable. I love this game because both teams are doing very badly right now. And... Uh, both teams are really good individually. And I think Madrid's taking this one. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Manchester no, United. Right. Uh, <laughs> Manchester United 2-1. No, no. And uh, I have to say, Sue is on the menu. No, no doubt, no doubt. But 
I I know they're not doing great in the league. To be fair, neither are United. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Donovan. Oh, my God. Um, but I asked myself, who has the better manager? I have to go with Atleti, to be fair. A manager that knows his players. I know he's not getting the best out of them in the league. And I know at the end of the day, he's going <laughs> to pick his favorites. You know, your Rodrigo de Paul, your Hermosos. And he will. And he's not scared to play shitty, you know. And by that, I mean shithouse and, and you know, defensive. And, and I rough. think that's going to give uh, United trouble. But it's going to be a close game, and it's so unpredictable, and I'm probably going to be wrong. But uh, I'll take uh, Atletico for 1-0 in this first leg. And one it's going to set up the second leg just beautifully. beautifully at, at Old Trafford. At Old Trafford, the theater of dreams <laughs> or nightmares. Uh, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fuck, man. I'll take United. You take Atletico. Uh, both both teams are a little bro in their respective cities as we speak, right? For now, although ah. one could say league champ, but <laughs> well, that that t- title defense that'll is pretty tragic soon. today. Yeah, that'll expire <laughs> soon. That's that's one of the worst title defenses I've seen. No, totally. I mean, probably as bad as Leicester's. Yeah, they're they're currently fifteen points behind first place. Sheesh. Mind the gap, son. Whoa. Anyway, uh, anything else you need to get off your chest? Nah, um, let me see. No, that 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 that's about it, you know. Um, I know there's probably something I'm forgetting. There's always there always. Yeah, we is. always like as soon as we hit uh, uh, stop recording, there's always something that comes like fuck. I should have talked about that. Yeah, yeah. But uh, <laughs> I mean, I can't really think of anything at this moment. Um, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's pretty much it, man. All right, well, two guys, two mics, two pints. This is episode 82, and uh, we'll catch you all next time. Peace. Smooch.